Welcome, everybody. We're here with Ellie Goldsmith, United Souls. We're here talking about bringing this world to a good place where people care about each other. And yes. our values are really valued. So with that, I turn it over to Ellie. I'm going to turn off my camera only because I'm trying to edit a picture that has to get out fast. Amazing. So, Lauren, yeah. you're the best. And Paul BDU has been an honor to be part of this amazing platform, something which I'm proud to be part of. And every time people join more and more, thank God it's a process. I believe in the long-term development of these th of these platforms, not short-term, and it's about relationships. So thank God everyone here is, seems to be joining from the Zula, which is an amazing platform. I continue to join and be part of and recommend. I wish more people out there would know of its benefits and also of Pulver EDU and all the platforms together with Jeff Pulver and Lauren Pulver. Amazing, amazing honor to be here. And I am internally grateful for during this almost two year time period now of Corona Challenge. It's been, you know, you can't even put it into words how much we've all gained. And we've had a lot of tributes and appreciation moments. So this is not the time now, but just as uh, we begin today's United Souls third episode of the second series and I'm proud to say Jonathan's been there the whole way and that gives him an extra insight because he's seen the first time round. We will do a little catch up of the first two episodes just so we make sure we're not missing out on our new guest and second um, ep first episode of we really want to capture both of those special moments. The main point that this course is focused on the mission statement is to strengthen the soul level because the soul level gives us keys to everything. It's really the purpose we're here. It's important to know what we're doing in this world for. We're not just a ball of flesh and bones flying through, you know, space and of fire and all this, you know, thing going on. There's, there's actual purpose to what we're doing here. The soul has that insight. It's not for me to tell you specifically what your specific mission is. But the key is also to know that once you know your soul level, you will be able to unify with other souls. So that means a life of more unity, of more togetherness, of more oneness, of more fulfillment, happiness, joy, all the good things people seek in this generation, in the 2021 generation. We're already in 2021, can you believe? Two years of dealing online with Zoom and less in-person experience. The blessing was I was in person last week with uh, sorry actually a few weeks ago now with Jeff and Lauren and that was amazing to see them in New York it would have been a pleasure to see you all and I hope next time I'm in Miami New York or probably most likely LA is my next visit I'll be able to see more of our friends from our community in person it's a whole different level to touch base and actually hug and be in in the same room as a, as our wonderful people here but um, until then we have the comfort of the United Souls level to understand that we are connected anyway. Fine, we have internet, we have technology, but also on the soul level we're connected. And that's important comfort. I haven't seen my parents with my children for over two years almost. And I'm sure there's other people here who haven't seen people they love, but there's a comfort that we're souls. There's also the idea of loved ones who are no longer with us physically, but we have the soul connection. This is a different way of looking at life that can give us a much more expanded consciousness. And if we apply these tools correctly, should enhance our daily life. And that's really what's gonna to be today's episode. But first, we'll just go over quickly the first and second episode of the series of being proactive rather than reactive. That's the first part of the course. You have to realize that your soul is here to do kindness and to make a difference in the world, to make change that's positive and to not react to the things around you, but rather to have a larger view of life. We did mention that that means taking responsibility for yourself. And it also means on a deep level, you know, we have to really go listen to the full episode, but tuning into a different perspective of life now that actually impacts the people in your sphere of influence in a way that you can't even imagine if before you think this way, it's a different level of life because you're now tuned into a whole enhanced viewpoint of how to experience the moment. And rather than reacting 
and rather than looking at life in a more smaller level of triggers and difficulties and and problems you have a expanded view of challenge and opportunities and a truer perspective of relationship goals it's a different level experience and that's when we move to the second point of having goals mission statements values dreams it's really important that we constantly develop these parts of ourselves that we review these parts of ourselves that give us more purpose more definition more direction give us boundaries it gives us strength and courage to be able to fulfill our purpose in the world that was the second episode and we went into actually practical points of how to build the mission statement and goals and dreams and values and to also be real with that not to be like fan you know fantasizing about things we want to be but actually looking at our reality of what's in front of us now and tuning into real steps how to apply that and that brings us to the, today's episode how to live more effectively and focus when we face so many distractions and uncertainties that's the title of today's class really in short is how to effectively love that's the next stage that we're adding on that Jonathan didn't hear how to effectively love and Lauren as well how do we really love people in the time we have on a daily level because we're all going to be excited to have more schedule and more time management and be more effective with our time more effective at our job more effective with our relationships but the element that we sometimes miss which the world definitely misses and you can just go online and see for yourself how much it misses it is we're not so effective with loving others that's the challenge today how to improve our experience of life and love that we should really love the moment love the person love the place these are all opportunities now remember this course is interactive it's not just for me to sit here and, and give over material it's a zoom format that means if you have some question or insight something i'm not making sense here jonathan wants to to join us please do you have to unmute though yeah we just wait there we go okay so what type of love are we talking about because you always hear agape love unconditional love right like there's people clearly don't understand love yeah so and, Love is really important to be defined. I agree because, you know, it can get very vague, some of these concepts. And in order to be effective and bring it into our daily life, which is one of our goals of this course, not to have just this soul, like high level, thought level experience, which naturally I'm like that. That's how I work. My challenge, and thank God that's why this course is together with my soulmate. It's not just me by myself. it's a combination of my wife is much more down to earth more uh, more as Jonathan's asking us to do to define things to bring it more into reality so we're going to go into the kind of love that makes a difference today and not maybes and not could bees and and feelings that are wishy-washy it has to be very real moments of love and i'm going to get into some examples but first i just want to read um a little bit from hey, last can yeah can i tell you my cheese Yeah, go. On. Look, oh, this wow. Is what I got for my teeth. Yeah, what did it say? Wait, can you see it? When your inner and outer worlds harmonize, your relationships do too. Perfect. So that that's another important element of this course, and that's why the interactive aspect is so important. So Esther's bringing us something really profound that as we're sitting here, she's drinking a cup of tea and it's talking to us exactly what we're doing. And that's really important to not desensitize ourselves to the flow in our life. meaning that like a cup of tea can have a little message on it that's totally what we're doing here we are trying to harmonize these two different worlds the spiritual the physical the emotional we're trying to harmonize we're trying to improve our relationship skills that is a big part of uniting souls it's not going to happen if we're all spiritual or all physical the emotional levels often where it's happening and harmonizing is a big challenge so really today's episode is also totally what Esther just brought down um from her cup of tea and it shows you that in life that it works that way that messages are coming at you and obviously we're going to discuss this because it's going to be a key element of love is removing the distractions 
and the external aspects and all the false messaging and all the noise. We can't get to the proper message of what we're supposed to be doing and our priority and our first things first until we've really removed a lot of the noise and attuned ourselves to what the right message is. So that can be a lot uh, to do at once, but once again, Esther already just helped us and proved the point in real time. Now, what do you think, guys? Yeah, we want a real discussion and we can follow up with another 10 sessions to get all these effective points of growth in our framework and outline once we have discussed this all. So that's a good point. It's going to take a long time. Yeah, type it into chat. Please do, Esther, what you just uh, saw in your team. This is why I Type it in. What yeah. it so we can keep it here. This is why uh, what our creator, the universal force, however you want to call it, the flow, the divine element of life, wants us to discuss from a real place. Because understanding that if the creator created the world with a purpose, it wants us to get our purpose. It doesn't want us to be not real. It doesn't want us to miss our purpose. It would be a big shame you, you give someone a purpose and they completely miss the point. Like that's a very painful experience when you're like a teacher or an educator or a parent or a boss and you're trying to give people a purpose and they're like just not getting it. Um, that's a very painful thing. So there, we don't want to be in that realm of disconnect. We want to be in tuned to what the real flow in life is so that we're getting discussions to the point where we're attuned to what we need to learn. And that's something which is great in Zula, for example, we have a safe space and we're not talking politics, which can make us very distracted generally. And we're not talking, you know, anything like uh, medical or anything that can get people into a non-safe space. And also I would say, personally today, one of the examples I want to give is to talk about intimacy or sex. I'm hoping that that's not going to be something that anyone here is going to be like um, offended by or like, you know, ho hopefully it's a safe discussion because um, my example, I think, will be safe with you guys. Um, so that would be one of the examples that he, I want to be real. So I'm going to talk about something that's very real to people. Intimacy is a real thing. Um, and we need to be present more than chase after goals. That's where it's important to balance out what we already had. And the second point, you can get very strong with your mission statement and your goals and your values and your dreams and you're on fire, but you're burning everyone around you to achieve that. And that can be a big mistake because you're not going to really fully fulfill your purpose, your goals, if you lose the crowd, if you lose the people you care about. You don't want to do it in a way that sacrifices the bigger picture, which is obviously to keep I mean hopefully your goals are consistent that you want to connect with people as well usually people's goals are as a human you need to connect to other humans it would be a pretty lonely journey without that so assuming once again I'm making a lot of assumptions but my assumptions are based on knowledge they're not based on on you know theories they're not scientific or something they're real life experience that's what I feel I have in my pocket that I'm offering you guys today it's just to make clear like I'm not a big billionaire financially I'm not like a massive success so I, you know that's not my my pitch to you guys my pitch to you guys is real life inner experience of real values and real mystical truths of humankind that have been tested throughout history and are universally accepted and we all need to work on this and I'm, I know myself how much I need to work on this and how much it affects my life even if I was a billionaire and we'll discuss this because I was just listening I'll just give throw in an example first example for today Ed Sheeran uh, just did an interview with one of my mates a guy called Chucky online I don't know if you like Ed Sheeran anyone here likes music Ed Sheeran you know who he is yes okay he's a Englishman like myself and he's a good song singer songwriter someone who my family very much like and have done some work with in, in London and England, UK. Anyway, he's he was on a show of a guy called Chucky who I've done some work with uh, through Nissan Black, my rapper dude, and he was on Vice. I don't know if you heard of Vice. Anyway, the point was that Chucky was interviewing him on his own channel and 
one of the things that came out that Ed Sheeran was going from success to success, achieving all his goals, his dreams, his mission statement in life to be the most biggest songwriter and you know, really achieving it on the highest levels. And we all know the amount of awards he's won and the amount of following he has. And there's, you know, there's so many, you know, points of success you can talk about with Ed Sheeran. But the thing that he said very strongly that was really painful, that he'd seriously screwed up his life, yeah? Uh, in personal level. And that, that part of his life was a complete shambles. And he wasn't fulfilled in that way. So he was saying to Chucky that, you know, that's now he's 30 years old and he's starting to gather his whole personal life together now. This is the focus, especially the last few years. We had a little bit of, uh, you know, uh, for the music world, we had very much a big break in the flow of, of pressure and work. So we could really gather our personal selves together and like we've done here in Zula and all the different things. I've written my book, United Souls, the course. These are opportunities that Ed himself, he got married. He started to rebuild his personal life at a better level. So it wasn't just all about the external success. It comes back to what we're saying here. This course is about internal success. Yeah, that we have something that is internally important. I don't know if... Uh, one of our friends left the course and they maybe they'll be able to she did, she's, I think she's having um, I think she's having a hard time with her Wi-Fi. yeah thank god it's she not me she that initially okay she'll be back um, she'll just, come back does Laura need to let her in if Lauren's there uh, Lauren yeah. are you there yeah okay cool she looks like she's there so it should be good I just want to make sure we don't lose her I on this am here Maybe. Okay, Camille dropped out. I know, I've been watching. She tried to come in on a different device, but it didn't work. Aww. So she'll try again. Okay. We're good. There she is, she's trying again. Okay, amazing. I got you. I'm just trying to fight with this photo. You're the best. Love you. Okay, oh, Camille, we're just, we'll just go over this last example of Ed Sheeran, that he has achieved the biggest success externally, but his last two years of his life, he realized he needs to focus on his personal, his inner because his inner life was a shambles, his personal life. He said this publicly, I'm not, this was just two, three days ago on a, you know, a, one of my friend's uh, podcast, Chucky. So he, he said basically that his inner life is what he needs to focus on. And this is what we're doing here. We all agree using time effectively, prioritizing correctly is important, but are we going to learn an important thing is to trust our inner voice. So this is something which, you know, <laughs> I've been involved with the addiction world. As I mentioned, I was in Miami in a detox with one of my good friends, Gedalia, and we all come up in our course all the time. He's one of my influences on my life. And he hosted me there in his detox with the rabbi I was bringing on tour a few weeks ago. And one of the points is we all know, and as another example, that the addict's voice is pushing forward a very true need. And instead of filling that true need, they're finding other ways to fulfill that need through drugs or sex or you know um, gambling all these other forms of outlets and I would say for an everyday person like myself thank god I'm not an addict to those kind of things but I am probably an addict say Netflix is an addiction nowadays or internet addiction or whatever it is everyone has their level of whatever it manifests is so our vo inner voice is saying I need something I need truth, I need value, I need connection. And then we fill it up during our schedule with things that are not priority, that are not important, like Netflix binging and stuff like that. It's one of the reasons why I've cut my Netflix account again. I'm not going there, you know, because it just eats up time. And it's not, it's not necessary. Like those late nights affect you. And one thing I've for sure stopped is any binging. There's no Netflix or anything. No online binging, nothing more than an hour and a half, the most. Once it goes past that point, you know, it just is eating up too much time. Like you can't put your life onto these machines that long just for entertainment purposes. There's real people, there's real opportunities like exercise and a hundred other things we'll talk about that time is needed to be used for. This is where we start getting more practical. Knowing who you are and not comparing yourself to other people and their realities, you truly know what is good for you, set boundaries emotionally, physically, financially, and spiritually. And all of this requires examples, yeah? Perfectly written, 
It was written like a, you know, in the middle of the beginning of the epidemic and thank God it's still totally applicable everything that my wife and I wrote down together and I thank her for being a big part of this. Now one of the ideas I thought to call, the, call, this, call this episode was effective care. No effective love, effective care. But I realized that I'm not such a caring person naturally, it's just not my strength. And love is maybe something that everyone feels, like is much more universal. Not everyone's a caregiver, not everyone. My wife wants to be an ambulance volunteer. She's already in the middle of, of a heavy course, so she can do that. I don't have that drive. Like, I don't know if you have people around you who do, but I'm not like looking to go. I mean, I, I did volunteer once to help a, you know, like this is like once, help a, you know, a Down syndrome uh, child for about a year or so. And he came and danced to my wedding, which was 20 years ago from two weeks. And I'm very excited for my anniversary. But the point is that to be a carer takes a certain personality. So I decided, no, we're going to expand the concept into love. And then we get to Jonathan's question. So how do we bring the idea of being effective and love together? Because we're going to try put into our schedule all our dreams, our goals, our mission statement. We're going to be proactive. We're not going to be wasting our time being reacting to people. There's so many times a day in the last few weeks where I could have put time into reacting to people. Ego, conversations, conversations of, conversations of pain, chasing people about money. There were so many times I could have wasted my time and not been effective and not been loving and been completely consumed with these kind of negative outlets. Now in business, it's gonna happen all the time. Yeah, you're gonna be tested in this way. The question is now, once again, how strong is your resolve to be proactive, to be focused on a larger goal of spiritual, soulful intent, a more kind, mindful life approach, and how much you're gonna therefore stop that constant need to prove yourself and prove your ego and control situations instead of going with the flow, letting go. This is gonna be the constant back and forth in a daily level. So once we get clear the, the goals and the mission statement, what we're here for, which for me personally is to have a unified experience of life, a soul experience, to unify with other souls, to bring that message global. It shouldn't just stay with me. It's not enough that I'm into this message because in the end, the world is going through chaos and I don't want to see it continue to go down that path and it's affecting my life. It's not like back in the day you could say, no, it's okay, I'll just take care of myself and uh, it will be all right. Like no one's going to force this upon my children. No one's going to force this upon me. But now we're at a time where the authoritarian governments and media, and this is not based on any like craziness, it's just based on daily life. They're impacting us and telling us what to do and in so many ways, and they're saying it's for our own benefit, but really it's going past the boundary of what you know we all know as democracy and liberty. So we're in a world right now where we're confronting that. So I can't just sit here and just say, it's okay, I'll be all right, because I'm not gonna be all right if I just keep sitting here and ignoring it. So there is a push from the outside to affect change externally, but it's only gonna be effective if it's coming from internally. And that's why, once again, if we're not tuned into the internal voice, the inner voice, the inner goals, the inner purpose, then we're gonna get distracted externally and we're gonna lose focus and we're gonna spend too much time, once again, discussing the politics, the current crisis, the current this, the current that. And we're gonna lose time again. Like you could spend hours on Twitter feeds instead of actually doing something about it on an internal level. Because once you're sorting yourself out internally, that is the best way to impact change externally. And the world has forgotten that. The world is for sure forgotten that because look at the way policies are done, look at the way politics run, look at the way the media functions. It's all about externalities. It's not about internalities. So we have to make a change in that way. And the only way it can begin is with ourselves. And that's why the first step of this course, the first three episodes are all about private victory and the going from being dependent, as Stephen Covey so wisely wrote in his book, and moving into independence. That we're no longer dependent on other people around us to make these kind of choices. We're no longer dependent on the environment around us to make these kind of choices. We're not dependent on government or media or any larger infrastructures. 
we know what our purpose is, what our truth mission is, and we clarify it more and more, and we live it on a in a real way. But it's going to be first on an internal level, a, a private victory, a personal development, rather than something that the world needs to know about. That's why this episode is really important because you can't go public, really. You can't really go out to the world and impact change and be win-win and make big differences. And that's next episode until you've had this episode and this work. And that's why, thank God, we have another two weeks before the next episode that we can work on this, how to bring these first three aspects together, being proactive, making sure we're focused on our purpose, our mission, our goals, our dreams, and then bringing it in effectively into our schedule. So now the rest of the class is just going to be about bringing it into our daily schedule, into our daily life. That's the next of this session. So before I go into that, has anyone got a question on this introduction to everything we're going to discuss now? Feel free. This is your time. I'm here for you guys. I'm here just to interrupt you when I have a question. <laughs> yes, please do. But you don't have one right now. Okay. So we'll wait a minute. I like that T quote yeah. because I do feel harmony is a big... Um, advantage in understanding time management that it has to have some sort of flow you can't be static you can't be overly dependent on one of these like apps like monday.com or all these other things time management tools you've got to be a real that you're a human being you're not a robot and it has to flow on once again with the love aspect that you're going to have people in your life who are going to need love and that need for love that reality of love which jonathan wants us to define we will define example we're going to go first example intimacy i'm going to jump straight to something which is really one of the most powerful most profound aspects of humanity which is the need for intimacy to have intimacy physically emotionally spiritually we all need intimacy to feel fulfilled to feel calm it's for a man it manifests I'm sure there's all different ways it manifests in the world nowadays of all the different genders ways of explaining things but to keep it simple man has a very intense need for intimacy for certain reasons and women has a very intense need for intimacy for other reasons without getting into those differences the main point of intimacy is to connect to another soul not just to the physical body and not just emotionally to experience the attribute of love of giving some pleasure to another person but to connect on the soul level and one of the beautiful realities of intimacy and all of you can can tell me if i'm wrong but but this is once again a mystical truth that i believe is universal and eternal and no one can really argue with it is that it's good to know these things i mean people don't know a lot of basic universal truths which is one of the reasons this course and everything I try to teach and everything I try share from other teachers is to remind people of universal truths. One of them is that intimacy is reaching a place of focus that is so pleasurable because you've reached a place of focus, meaning you are achieving a certain a, a goal. You're coming to a place that is so, so fully engaging when you're intimate, that you don't think about anything else other than that moment, other than that experience, other than that pleasure. And that's what's so profoundly amazing about it. And so drawing for humanity, that after you go through all the external levels to get to that intimate moment, that intimacy is so important for humanity to develop further. Like the idea of procreation comes through intimacy the power that exists with that moment, whether it's procreative or not, the point is that it, it has that ability to focus us and experience the moment fully. Like in this course, my ideal lesson or session would be that we're actually fully engaged to the point where nothing else is on our mind. That moment, uh, you know, in religious levels, they talk about it, some sort of like nirvana or, you know, it's the way the religious worlds talk about these moments. I believe personally prayer is also a meditation it is also achievable to become an intimate moment like intimacy is for most normal people nowadays that it's such an engaging moment 
that people write thousands of love songs about it. They they driving the whole day thinking about that moment where they're going to get to that intimate experience with their loved one or with you know with a with even just communicating intimately with someone it doesn't always have to manifest physically because a large part of intimacy is emotional and to realize that that's a powerful experience of effective life it gives you an insight for all the rest of life and this is something which people don't do i'm not saying all of us but generally people don't do they don't take these powerful profound moments and have tools how to bring it now into your everyday life meaning when you're just when you're not intimate to with someone or you're not experiencing an intimate moment with your creator or you're not experiencing an intimate moment with yourself you're just sort of doing stuff the point is though doing stuff moments those seemingly non profound powerful moments can also be affected by those intimate moments the key is to know how to do that that you can live on a certain level with intimacy always now i don't mean uh, i'm not encouraging sex addiction or anything like that don't get me wrong don't get me wrong i'm not talking about that i'm talking about where you understand the the experience the knowledge of knowing another person that's intimacy of knowing another soul of knowing our creator or knowing ourselves our soul that intimacy that's created can impact our daily life and even if right now we're not able to physically be intimate with someone for whatever reason we're not married or we're not in a relationship whatever your situation is but you know what that experience is once you get to a certain age everyone nowadays you know i'm saying it unfortunately but they've had intimate moments from a very young age you know they and that is something rather than to be a tragedy of our generation that everyone says oh it's so sad you know that kids they experience things so young and they go through so much you know at such a young age i you know only did this when i was this and this age and you know there's always going to be something good to every not good and the good in the reality that people are experiencing intimacy on a larger level is if they can get to the soul understanding of it then it won't be a tragedy it won't become something which just wastes all this energy and wastes all this time and thought and money and resources it will train people to understand that they have a soul inside them and they're experiencing the level of the soul at a very intimate level they're experiencing another soul which is what makes it so profoundly pleasurable because the power of experiencing another soul becoming intimate with that other soul is so overwhelming it's such an unbelievable force if you think about it the whole advertisement industry builds itself of that energy yeah i don't know camille you're in the in the advertising world somewhat yeah is that right you don't mind talking i'm muting but i i gather that from the zula you in that world Community. For okay. So I would so say. I thought, she, I thought Camille would be good. I thought Camille would be good for this class because yeah. her whole um, business is, you know, for soul-centered entrepreneurs. Okay, but since so, so since you know, people who have alternative, you know, you know, businesses um, or professionally that don't feel they have the credibility because they're bringing the soul, you know, they have purpose beyond profit, which is you know the tagline. It's like they have to have a purpose beyond making money. Amazing. So that fits all the beginning parts of the episode of finding purpose and goals and dreams. But the point where we're at now of now bringing it into our daily life, understanding that things we do and care about like intimacy is such a profound element of our life that it can impact the community, it can impact our relationships with others if we understand it properly that it's an insight and it's a experience of a profound level of connection that we can bring into the community around us that it's not just an individual personal in the bedroom private experience even though that's very important that element but it gives us insight to the larger reality that we are also all communities is the same letters as community so we're joining together on a larger level with a collective of souls that all have ability to impact each other in intimate moments as well 
like we're doing now on the Zula with, or, or the Polver EDU or whatever format it comes online with all these different online community formats and understanding a large drive like we were talking about the advertising world they use it more as a money maker we can use it as a unifier as ability not just to make money and make a sell but to actually bring people really together not just externally but that they're actually experiencing some love they're experiencing some care some concern some validation some empathy and that kind of experience because i believe you can't really get intimate with another person unless you're doing all those levels if you're not caring and concerning and validating and empathizing and giving space for the other person's voice something i need to work on as you're seeing here live yep we have no i'm serious we i we i'm very strong in my my force and my ability to give over and one of the things i'm learning for my soulmate for my wife or other people around me is to listen better that's going to be one of the parts of the course which is for me the hardest but the idea of really listening intimately to another person to learn to hear their voice and these are all aspects which first you have to attain internally you can't really do it on a communal level on a public level until you've done it yourself on some level like that's the point that people they skip steps because they see success like we said of Ed Sheeran success 10 years of becoming this huge phenomenon but he skipped loads of steps on the internal level so he's a shambles in his personal life and this is him speaking himself you know there's lots of examples we can give to this you know in the world nowadays of success stories that weren't with the inner first level done and one of the things the world does and it's actually a big test a big trial for humanity is it gives you a a, a trial a big giant testing ground and it says look i'll give you quick success i'll put you out there as a famous personality but the sacrifice is you're not going to have time to find yourself you're not going to have time to build a healthy sphere of influence i'm going to give you your sphere of influence it's going to be my my business contacts mike you know the the industry wants to control you it wants to have all your talent and creativity under its contract it's not allowing you freedom of expression etc etc just look at it nowadays it's this full of stories of success stories who basically i mean you just go onto netflix unfortunately and just look at you know a bunch of documentaries that have just come out recently about Britney Spears or any of these people who were huge success externally but internally a complete failure yeah in their family life and everything else yeah in their well-being and their mental well-being so we have to understand that the world's pushing to skip all those steps and it's even buying you off but once in a while as we mentioned a few weeks ago there's going to be someone like this guy this girl we had Jewel her name was her name was Jewel she came on to Tim uh, to uh, Joe Rogan's podcast and she demonstrated again and again that she said no to the success externally i'm first going to sort myself out no i'm not going to do this deal fine she made mistakes as a human being but there was a lot of no there was a lot of holding back i need to first gather myself before i go ahead in this next stage of my career and this is something which all of us can be reminded of if we're planning our schedule we're planning our time management we're trying to focus what is my priority now what is my first things first that often it will be to be effective it will be who do i need to love right now who do i need to focus on and be intimate with at this moment is it my wife is it my husband is it my boyfriend my girlfriend is it my soulmate is it my child is it my business partner i need to give some focus here on that person and experience the moment of that what they're asking rather than all the larger noise of pressures to achieve this and this and that and the external factors i need to be focused on what's in front of me and that is often uh, the biggest challenge for our generation when there's so much distraction and there's so much pressure to achieve external attainments and not to be functional right in front of us and that could be to the someone you've never met in your life because in the end we're souls and if a soul's put in front of you even if they seem like a soul that's very different to you in terms of how they're living life and they seem like a soul that's not so much to do with your flow they're not really in your market your business your this your that but if they're talking to you at that moment of life 
or they're like involved in you in some way, like in a car situation or in all kinds of things that come up daily life. There's an opportunity to interact with another soul. It doesn't matter who they are. Right now, you've got to show that love again. Once again, be proactive. Bring into that love aspect that they're also needing love. They're also a human soul. They're also wanting some level to connect. They need a smile. They need a, a... some reassurance they need there's always that opportunity to serve another person in a positive way in a way that brings more love and this is the kind of love that i feel that's really important to be effective is it's yeah it's definitely unconditional it's definitely more selfless and it's understanding that that is what most of humanity is looking for if you get underneath all the layers they really just want some positivity they want some love they want some connection they want some validation you know how many times you in business where really if you just give some positive energy towards that other person that would accomplish more than all the strategies and all the all the different ways of making contracts and this and that just bottom line just give that person some positive feedback connect with them as a human other human being give them that reassurance of what they're doing is valid so that then they can go forward with that mutual respect and this is something which you know online is being shot at left right and center because you know it's all about how can i get one over another person that's the opposite of what we're talking about here and that's causing a much less effective experience of time you know life is a gift time is a gift and every moment of life is something that is the most precious thing you have right now that gift of life the gift of time we're not here forever this this hour that you're giving me today is so appreciated that i can share with you something which i've experienced on a on a deep level thanks to being around people who have become experts at this an example would be an example of people who are experts at this when you're in their presence you feel they're totally there there's nothing else in the world. They're totally intimate with you at that moment. And once again, it doesn't mean physically. Yeah, this is another, you know, confusion that people think everything has to manifest in some sort of physical explosion. Like, you know, <laughs> Joe Rogan said a comment today that someone said to him that if you want to have love, then we have to get sexual. And Joe was like holding his knife. It happened to be another man. And he was like, that's not happening. Yeah, like, we're not doing that. Yeah. And I agree, love does not have to be sexual. Love has to be intimate, has to be connecting, has to be a moment of intimacy. If it becomes, if it's that kind of relationship where it can be sexual in a healthy way that we all understand is way, is now a time for that sexual expression of intimacy, but not love is sex. Love is intimacy. Love is, is validation. And that is the kind of way it should impact how we interact with people on a daily level. Now, we need to get into some more examples. If anyone has any questions, once again, because without getting into all these examples emotionally, we need to have time for ourselves. I had a, a, a session with my wife, relationship podcast. It's called The Relationship Flow. And we spoke about having that self-care time that Jeff often brings up again and again in our Zula, that we have to give some time to love ourselves. We can't really love another person unless we're full up unless we're overflowing. So we first have to give that self-love before we can give that love externally to someone else. And this is something which I know myself, once again, like I'm not as strong as this. And my wife is very disciplined when she knows when she's being triggered and things are happening that are difficult, she'll go and make that space. And we spoke about that in a relationship flow podcast. And that also can be in a relationship with someone. You need to give self-love to the relationship. You know, these are investments that take time and emotionally can make a big difference because then you're in a space to give love. Yeah, very important, self-love. Next, physically, you need to take care of your physical needs in your schedule. Must, must, must do the exercise that's needed. You know, for me personally, it's swimming. Back to my swimming schedule, thank God, after traveling. I'll have a little break again when I travel and therefore I'll have to make it up in other ways, maybe through walking more. I tend not to get Ubers or anything like that when I'm traveling. I try to walk a bit more, uh, try not to rely on other people driving me if I can avoid it. Just do more exercise, get out into nature. Um, when I was in New York, I, people offered to drive me to places which I knew I could walk because I'd already done the walk before. And it was a walk through a forest. 
or it was a walk through a lake. I chose those walks. In Miami, the lake, the bayside was beautiful. Why would I get in a car? Fine, I'll save five, 10 minutes, but I'll use that time to do some exercise and gather myself physically. Yeah. Also, healthy lifestyle, very important to eat and drink and use time effectively, not to overindulge, not to under, under eat, but to have a balanced schedule of all this kind of stuff. Everyone knows this is normal knowledge now, common knowledge. Thank God we're much more self-aware of all these kind of things. Um, then I would say financially, we have to make sure that we're taking care of what our responsibilities are. And that means once again, with boundaries, like it doesn't mean you're doing deals when you're meant to be with a person who's asking attention for you now. One of the most annoying things in Israel, I don't know if you've been here, but the customer service is on a very low level. It's improved because thank God, people like myself moving from other countries like England and America have influenced the culture here to become a bit better, but it's still crap. And that example of crap means when you're in space with these people, they are not giving you any focus. You come into their store, they'd rather you not be there. They'd rather be on the phone call or anything else but deal with a person in front of them. You get on the phone to deal, take care of something, they're not interested. It's the opposite of customer service. I personally worked for corporate for many years in customer service and I was involved with training and HR and all the different aspects. And thank God that was an amazing experience to improve my professionalism and emails and, and how to deal with customers and process people in terms of their needs and their requirements and serving people. It was an amazing insight. And it made me once again realize how crap it is over here where they're doing the opposite. They're you know not. What? I wanted to come yeah. back. I wanted to come back to Israel. Now you're making me not want to. No. Like that is a high level peeve, honestly. Yeah. That is a yeah. high. It's a massive level issue. And on. the government don't. <laughs> Don't show that they're even trying to improve on it. Even the new, the new government, you think by now, I don't want to get political, but you think that they would have got the point that this is a major issue for their global PR and everything else, but they, right. they just don't give it F, which not giving it F is also something uh, important. We've discussed it. Like we mentioned about Joe Rogan one time, the not giving it F money, having the ability to not be so influenced by the outside world and you just do what you need to do. But I think on a certain level, they go take it too far. And especially with customer service, when you're actually the key to success is to actually serve the customer and not put piss why off. Why do you think that is? Like, why do you think that they're not? Historically, I don't want to get into the whole Israeli it problem, but but it's coming from a war-torn country a terror-torn country it's coming from other cultures that were here first that they in order to to achieve here they had to fight for survival there's a lot of reasons um can it change yes people like myself who live here our job is to impact change but once again i'm not gonna be able to do it until i'm doing it myself so it, i have a choice do i become more israeli and become negative customer service or do i maintain my standard of customer or even improve it and slowly slowly the people around me start to realize wait a minute he's doing better than us because his customer service his way of processing things and doing business is more professional and, and as is more universally accepted and is achieving high level results so they start to say well why well, need to become a bit more like that kind of approach and i think that's what's going to happen as time goes on, they're gonna realize more and more, the more they interact with the world and everything globalizes, we become a little bit less Israeli, a little bit less, you know, chutzpahdik, uh, a little bit more, if you know what chutzpah means, but be a little bit more caring and kind and understanding there's people in front of us that we need to focus on. So that's financially, in order to achieve financial success, you have to look at the opportunity in front of you and figure out what is your priority? What is your first things first? Now, this brings us to the next point, of family you can't neglect family because of your need to succeed financially it's a no-no family first is a is amazing point yeah there's a whole book I actually read about it by Stephen Covey he was an amazing influence on my life and he pushed forward the family first concept maybe it was for religious reasons whatever however you want to explain I think universally family is a key development point and whatever that means for you, if you're not living with your family physically, spiritually, soulfully, emotionally, you're still connected with them, there's still voices in your head, you're still thinking about them constantly. And even if not family, whoever becomes your current family, let's say, 
your sphere of influence is most important just so we keep it for everybody everyone in some level there's the global family there's the, the your neighbor everyone has some sort of family experience who are the people closest to you you have to have priorities on those people there's a reason why they're closest to you and to just run away from them or reject them is not a solution you have to face facts so the people facing life instead of stuffing a face face your stuff those people in front of you are there for a reason their souls who were put in your life for you to grow the most and their opportunities and their ability they're giving you ability to love them rather than reject them and as hard as it can sometimes be once again this is once everything we say has a balancing aspect there has to be boundaries and you have to make sure your sphere of influence is surrounded with people that are healthy for you for sure you have to filter out the negative aspects but the once you've done the filtering and and the boundary aspect those people in your life for example right now I have my wife and my you know without evil eye I have six children in my life I did have one marriage she's no longer married whatever that's the whole story but the point is they're all in my direct space and they're in my space more than anyone else so if i would say i'm going to prioritize one of my music stars more yeah like nissen black i'm going to make him more of a priority or i'm going to make the rabbi i work with more of a priority or i'm going to make you know jeff pulver and his whole zula thing more of a priority i'm denying the truth that those seven souls are more important right now they are it's just truth they need me more there's things i can do for them that no one else can do jeff will be all right without ellie goldsmith my rabbi will be all right my music rap star will be all right and all the other people i work with and work for they're all going to be okay without me but my wife and my children need me like that's just simple and if i did deny that reality i'm in denial and you're going to have people like that in your life who are clearly priority and to deny them is a mistake um it's not just a mistake for their sake because that was the point Jonathan I don't know if he's there right now physically emotionally if you're there I'd love to see your face the point is that because we're discussing a point of love even though the love is selfless we'd like to get to that level of unconditional love we've spoken about it before in the previous episodes but the idea of love is often also quite selfish Tony Robbins talks about it a lot he's someone who you know you can learn things from everyone and he's one of the influencers out there I've definitely learned from the idea of caring about the people in your life in front of you there's a lot of selfish aspects as well because you grow from it you become a better person you become more fulfilled those people have a lot of keys and tools and insights and triggers that only they can stimulate only they are the ones in your life who could bring you to the next level of growth and it's perfectly chosen this this why having a soulful outlook takes away this chaotic view of life takes away this whatever view it focuses you into being able to be intimate with the people in your life because you understand that it's totally meant to be there's no other reality there's no escapism there's no addiction that's going to save you from this you have to face these people in your life you have to face these souls these challenges and they are your key to your next level of success that will give you whatever you imagine Ed Sheeran's huge global success is this is your huge global success to deal with this person to deal with this interaction if you give it that kind of importance and that kind of specialness and that kind of dedication and love you will succeed a million times more than if you say oh that person's just a barrier for me to become whatever you imagine is success that's not true that person's not a barrier is not an obstacle they are your objective they are your ability to go to the next level of whatever you're trying to achieve in life and it's it's a very sober um wake up call for a lot of people out there because they they're scared from that point because they're like wait a minute that means that person is so important yes it means that person um is actually going to make a difference to my fulfillment of my goals and achievements yes on some level yes now do they have full power over me god forbid no way don't give any human other person full power over your life because there might be times where they're no longer your purpose and no longer your they're not in front of you this moment the point is we often 
go into the next experience stuck with the previous experience we go into the next relationship interaction we're still with the other person we're even intimacy we can be intimate with a person even sexually and we're thinking about another woman how many men have that challenge yeah that is us taking relationships and making a chaos of it and not organizing it in priorities of what's in front of us now and focusing on now that would be one of the justifications of having a phone What's the point of having a phone? It's just so you can show those important people in your life that they're priority. Not to make the world priority, not to make what you imagine success as priority, to make those people priority by once in a while sending them some love. That's one, one of the rabbis I, I connect with and work with. He says to me, the purpose of the phone, the creation of the phone was just to say, I love you to those people you important in your life. That was the whole purpose of it. That really gives it definition. And then all the other stuff that you do with the phone. But that in itself is the purpose of the phone. I think that's very meaningful, um, that statement for our generation. It will help us focus, refocus again. Anyway, that's my course for today. Now, the best part of the course now, your feedback, your interactions, your questions, your disagreements, whatever it is. So we'll end off. The floor is open. And it always was, but no one said much. So now it's your chance. I hear crickets. I just take notes. Yes. I mean, I definitely feel like I need to work on the inner before accomplishing the outer. I mean, I'm still trying to figure out last week's, um, you know, goals and dreams and all that stuff. Um, I mean, these are life. I mind these class. are life attainments. I wouldn't mind another class on that. Okay, we'll get back to it, but and we'll, we'll get. You see, it came up a bunch of times today already. The concepts are a journey in life. They're not things that are just like easy come, easy go. You know, you're always going to be working on your mission statement. You have to review it. You're always going to be working on your relationships and your time prioritization. The key is, one of the points Stephen Covey says, is not to let um, your priorities become emergencies. That's where he organizes this whole quarantine, this very clever system. You don't want to let emergencies be dictate how you live your life. You shouldn't be going from emergency to emergency. It should be going as a flow from priority to priority. If you're in a situation where you're living a life in an emergency level, so then you haven't there's something you've missed that day and you're going to have to re-focus re and reorganize your prioritization. I think that's an important point. That's huge. Yeah. Okay, anything else? I've read this Stephen Covey. I always try to hold on uh, to the fifth one, seek first to understand and to be understood. Oh, that's the hardest challenge. one. We're going to get there. Like, We're going to get, but you can't, hard. once again, you can't really get there publicly until you've got it on some level internally that is already a public right. victory right. that he's discussing there that's already like a high level in my in my book um, when we did this course the previous time right. Jonathan got a whole TED talk from that that special point that you just mentioned Esther really seeking to understand because that's a whole nother that, that, that would change the world that level because if, if people really right. listen right. to each other it would be just a different world of communication. I mean, really, technology should really just support that level. Um, we have to figure out how to do it better because we're not doing it so well, honestly, to really listen. Um, but, but that point before about the purpose of the phone, purpose of technology, could be just to give another person I love you. Could be that's all it really is for, to really... And that love you means what you're saying, which is on a deeper level to really listen to that other person. Because to love someone, you can say the words, but to really love someone, to truly love someone means to really listen to who they are, to, to, to recognize how special they are. They're a soul, they're a special creation that's put as a gift in your life, not an obstacle. To look at souls, to look at people like that, it's such a deep appreciation of what their, their presence rather than an irritant <laughs> like Israeli customer service you irritate me get out of my way get out of my shop I sat down in the shop after being jet lagged which is a story in the, in the mall diesel like, 
they could we could badmouth them today why not I ch- tend to stay away from naming people that are doing not wrong but they're so powerful and economically successful I don't think it's going to make a difference what I say so Diesel is a powerful like you know one of the big companies and we're walking in Mamilla I'm jet lagged I see like a little platform my wife's going in to buy a bag you know I'm like go buy your bag I'm happy for you but I need to sit down for a second and I sit down and the guy comes up and starts like being all Israeli and like you can't sit there I'm like wait a minute wait a minute my wife's about to spend a few thousand whatever in your store I need to sit down I'm jet lagged just give me a no no you need to move I'm like Whoa. oh I would have pulled her out I would have taken no. her out of the store so, and be done uh, Jonathan will like this and if he's there once again I mean you can listen to the recording whatever but, but he's hearing you okay good the idea of this could be like a really big insight for men go into the store your wife likes the most and is most expensive do something weird like I did sit down on a platform and there was like clothes hanging like near me but it was like a bit unusual I didn't go like find all the way in some chair or something I just sat down on like more the show part of where the clothes were being shown and the inside part of the store a little bit strange and I was strange how I reacted because I was that I can be quirky like that when people start getting you know attitude on me so do that go to an expensive store and watch how your wife would be so embarrassed or whoever's buying their thing and will walk out and that's what happened so I just saved myself thousands of shekels and uh, she went into a different store in the end <laughs> and she managed did to get re- did he react when you did he react when you walked out oh he was he was happy that's the Israeli mistaken mindset he was like, good, I got rid of another customer. Oh my God. So, and... Um, How do they make money? Like, I, I don't, it's I don't it's a certain arrogance. They don't care. They don't care. So I, I, my wife ended up getting five or six items from a different store instead of that one item because it's overpriced. You know, we could have gone to Louis Vuitton or something like that and then got nothing, you know, and then have to borrow money or something. But thank God it was diesel. And then there's, you know, other levels. We're talking about, this is Israeli lifestyle, yeah? So now come come it's not America yeah so a week later my we come past and my wife says I want to go back in there and I'm like well you already got the stuff so I don't think you want to go buy the bag she walks in and she goes up to the guy and she says to the guy it was so wrong we came in here I was about to spend a lot of money I was a buy bag and you were rude to my husband you didn't give him a minute to explain himself you just sort of threw him threw him out and you lost the deal I just want you to know that a guy standing next to us in the line, yeah, turns around and said, he just did the same thing to me, except I'm still buying the thing, yeah? And he just, I, oh I sat down while I was purchasing, and my other person was purchasing, and he did the same thing. He had a whole thing in me. And the manager said, so we said, who's the manager? So the guy who did it said, I'm the manager. And everyone said, yeah, he's the manager. So now the guy doing this is the manager. We're like, Oh my god. And the guy it just happened to a week later, just before at the same time my wife went in. It happened to the guy standing there. And he was being like a as we say in Yiddish, a schmutter, and still buying there anyway. Yeah, because he's probably used to this kind of treatment. And uh I was just like, oh my god. So I said to the guy, I said, Well, we're not, you know, I, I, he wasn't even sorry. He was like, No, no, you sat down, you you didn't listen to me immediately and get up and go to the other place and not get out you know bye we don't need you kind of thing i was like <laughs> I, I i just felt like this is w- the opposite of everything we've talked about in this class and my hope is that once again by us working on ourselves this is my prayer my meditation daily by us doing what we're meant to be doing in the united souls course it will affect change one in our own life that's the priority independent happy private victory for our own life with more focus more intimate and more engaged and more loving and more emphatic caring all these good things and it will go outwards as we're going to go to the next episode please go and win-win and we're going to focus on how to make it a private victory to a public victory we're going to bring it out that it will start to impact all these kinds of people out there and making all these mistakes and all these stores and all these things they'll start to learn from the success stories of people who are inner are successful and it will manifest publicly as well but the inner people like Joe Rogan himself said it. I don't know if he's such an inner person maybe he is maybe he isn't I think he is on some level but he said himself we need to make a new cool crowd in the world 
forget Hollywood and forget all these famous stars. There needs to be a new cool crowd based on integrity, values, love, truth. Honestly, this is from Joe Rogan and he's got more followers than most of the Hollywood people nowadays. So maybe there is going to be a new movement of cool, true people who are inner based, not just superficial and externally based. And that's my dream that will become more soulful. That's my vision, my goal. We'll become United Souls and it will impact our homes, it will impact our society. And we'll see different customer experiences and everything we're doing on a daily level will move up a level to a more happy, fulfilled place. Amen. <laughs> that's my class for it. Okay. And I, you know, for awesome session. I, I think like this will help with Camille's community work and building communities and social entrepreneurs and all this amazing stuff. It helped Esther with all the, her truth seeking and everything she's doing and I, Jonathan as well with the, you know, with all the amazing things doing with the cops, the, uh, the you know, the uh, vets and all the different things and obviously, need I say more, Polvary to you, you know, like it's a growing opportunity. We've got the NFT course now with Jeff. There's opportunity to grow this so I'm trying to bring as many people's awareness to this amazing uh, course that, that Lauren has literally pushed forth thanks to her belief in me and I appreciate it. And I wouldn't be here without, you know, wonderful people like Jeff and Lauren. I would, I probably wouldn't be anywhere near where I am with such beautiful friends and I appreciate it very much. Thank you for being here. Thank you for your time. Thank you, Ellie. It was awesome. It was wonderful. And thank you for taking your time, Ellie. I know it's a time difference and everything, but we love having you teach this class. And Amazing. I know. Hopefully, Camille will be somewhere you want to come back to, and hopefully, Jonathan yeah. will be back after his call. I'm going to end our class. I'm going to um, stop the video. Yes, please do. Um, Amazing. Recording stopped. Ah. The thing, you'll all receive a copy of the video within, you know, hopefully the day. So that you'll have a sense of, uh, of what, we're, what you know, you can keep the video last for about 30 days, I think. Two weeks, 30 days, I don't know. 